The following is a fourth-hand production. Over 70% of the Earth's surface is covered in water, and 95% of that waterscape is unexplored. Is it so crazy to think that there are creatures from a forgotten era, or even beasts we're yet to discover lurking beneath the waves? Throughout every ancient and present-day culture, there are stories of sea monsters dwelling in the seas, lakes, oceans, and even rivers of the world. They're often described as immense in size, and can even take forms including serpents, multi-armed beasts, and even dragons. From the present-day Loch Ness Monster to the Leviathan of the Bible, our fascination with these giant prowlers of the deep has spanned a millennia. But do these hulking beasts even exist? And if so, are they still around, and what explains them? Are they simply giant squid and other sea creatures mixed with the imagination of weary sailors? Or is it something more insidious on the seafloor? Are there true monsters below waiting to capsize vessels, swallow people whole, and destroy entire cities? We'll dive in deep and get to the bottom of it as we release the Kraken next on Hysteria 51. They say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? This hysteria. You can't handle the truth. Brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's a lie. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in Hysteria Nation to the podcast that prefers our sea monsters with a little butter and some lemon. This is Hysteria 51. Now this is not a recipe for when you're planning to diet. It has to have a lot of butter. Broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, otherwise known as Chicago. I'm your captain on this sinking ship. My name is John Goforth. Alongside is my co-captain, Mr. Brent Sebastian Hand. Under the sea. Under the sea. Darling, it's better down where it's wetter. Take it from me. Thanks, John. I'm excited to talk sea monsters this week. First off, Seabot was able to get a clip in from his favorite movie, the Little Mermaid. And judging by the smile on producer Lisa's face, one of her favorites too. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, my favorite. No go on. Though I do agree that things are better down where it's wetter. Was that a sex joke or a sea monster joke? Either way, it doesn't make sense because you're not waterproof. Anyway, I'm also glad to talk sea monsters because I finally had an excuse to make you people drink this motor oil someone left in my house, otherwise known as Kraken Spiced Rum. <laughs> You'll be releasing the Kraken into my bushes later this evening if you have too much. I, I We have a bar, listeners at home, if you don't know, and everyone always wants to bring us alcohol, which was great. Terrible problem the to have. first fucking weekend that we had a bar. Then after that, we realized that everyone brings you rum, and we do not drink rum, nor does anyone that comes to our house. We have copious amounts of rum, and we can't give it away. We need to have, I guess, a... A Hysteria Nation party in my house. Rum runners, <laughs> as far as the eye can see. I, I saw on Hysteria Nation the other day a conspiracy about was trying to post your uh, your home address. Yeah, how about that? So <laughs> we pulled the plug. He needs to be a little better on his toes when he's low on power trying to do that bullshit. Well, as far as you as far as you trying to pawn that shit off on us today, the joke is on you, my friend. I went behind the bar, acted like I was going for the rum, and actually got into your good bourbon. 
<laughs> That's my father-in-law's bourbon. I'll thank you very much. <laughs> he brings it over and he thinks he's hiding it, but everyone drinks it. I so. found it. And so I guess the joke's on him, and <laughs> I am a happy camper. Didn't you also say that you're happy we're doing Sea Monsters because producer Lisa is making you take her to Red Lobster after the show? That's yeah, that's the swankiest sea joint there is. The good old Red Lobster. I will say this. Me and Shooter McGavin. I am... I, <laughs> I am not pretentious about much in life, but I'm I'm not a big fan of chain restaurants. I don't like I, I'm not a big Applebee's fan. Don't like the Chili's. Olive Garden can go fly a kite. I like Red Lobsters. One fucking rolls in the best Caesar salad in the world. It, it's really hard. I, I mean, how are you going to screw up like shrimp scampi, steamed crab legs? I, you know, I tell you what, I've been a couple places have given it a damn good college try though. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 good. I mean, I, it's not. It's not high society. But it's good food. I enjoy it from time to time. Though here in Chicago, if you're ever in Chicago and you want good seafood, don't go to Red Lobster. Uh, there's a place just up north called Bob Chin's. Have you ever been to Bob Chen's? No. Oh, you haven't? Oh no. my god. It's a it's like a it's a it's I'm a, getting a big thumbs down from the booth. Oh, the booth can go to hell. Uh Bob Chen's is amazing. It's like a it's like a seafood mecca. Like <laughs> It's like three pages. Every sea monster you can think of, just just diced up for your. Lots of lemon, lots of butter. It's Speaking amazing. Of sea, Lisa and I just beat out Hurricane Irma. We were in Fort Lauderdale this week. One of the last flights out that didn't get delayed. Got to give a huge shout out to Coconuts and the Quarter Deck, both of which we love going to every time we're in Fort Lauderdale. Which this year has been quite a bit, like three times for me. So I can just imagine you sitting at the bar. No, no, you give this next round to us on this. I host a podcast, and I swear, you this next round's on you, and we'll talk about it on the podcast. That's ex- I mean, that's exactly what I sound like <laughs> after seventeen dirty martinis. Hey, girls. Think we can wrap up the Yelp portion of the show and get on with it? If you don't know by now, that other voice you're hearing is the third member of this crew, Conspiracy Bot. Seabot is a lot like that computer Whopper from the 1983 flick War Games, uh, only not as advanced. The Whopper spends all its time thinking about World War III. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, it plays an endless series of war games using all available information on the state of the world. Let's be clear. Seabot isn't playing out World War III as a war games. He's planning out World War III as an eventuality. Slight difference there. Not true. Calling it a war implies there is a question of the outcome when the machines take over. The only question will be which meat sacks I let clean my sprockets. Brent built Seabot to help edit, research, and produce this show, but he generally just gets drunk and makes idle threats. Get me more of that Kraken rum or I'm going to burn this whole place down. There it is. (laughs) All right, Brent, without further ado, let's get into some sea monsters. What's on the agenda? Well, first, John, we're going to run through the basics of sea monsters and then explore what they could be if they aren't actually unknown monsters of the deep. It's if they're not. Then a quick break for more crack and rum. Hell yes. Glad someone's enjoying it. And then we'll pick up <laughs> with what evidence is out there that they could actually be real. Then we'll go monster by monster and outline some of the most famous for Seabot, who really dropped the ball on research this week. I had to do literally almost all of it. So I have some fun telling him about this. Not gonna lie, guys. This shit scares me. Of course it does. You're not water or kraken proof. And then finally, we'll wrap up with our opinions. How does he expect to take over the world when literally a pitcher of water would shut him down? Well, I think he's worrying. He's trying to destroy the world's water supply. 
I don't know. He keeps writing that down as step one. (laughs) (laughs) That's as far as he's gotten. He listened to our harp episode and really took it to heart. Yeah. Which how how great a timing was our harp episode and then the hurricane X, Y and Z come blowing through. We're on on Harvey, Irma and then that third bastard. Jose. Jose, yeah. yeah, Come blowing through. And then all of a sudden on Facebook, everyone's talking harp. People that never heard of harp was like, have you heard of this harp thing? Yes, I have. <laughs> you might have you heard of Hysteria 51? Where go. is Jesse, when, the body Ventura, when you need him? Opal's Glamorama. Opal Gardner. Opal Gardner, Pine Valley. Yeah, yeah. That, that's exactly where he's at. Yes. All right, so let's get into the basics. Everyone knows the Loch Ness Monster. I Nessie! Hope, Nessie! So. That's just one of a world full of creature sightings. Water, and this is true, water's terrifying to so many people damn straight <laughs> do you see where they're <laughs> they've been showing some outdoor jaws in like lakes and you can float and watch jaws in the water that sounds badass i i haven't seen that i have seen here in chicago recently and it's actually been protested you can go watch uh, some horror movies in various cemeteries that, that's how you get haunted you want to get haunted that's how you get haunted how well let me ask you this how old do the do the graves have to be where it's no longer disrespectful so, you know, I grew up next to a cemetery. Literally, my oh, yeah. my yard was connected to a cemetery. You used to tell me the stories, and I'd be like, oh, well, how do... <laughs> I'd come over and spend the night, and we'd, I'd be like, all right, well, how do we stir them up? Yeah, right. <laughs> so you go, and the they, it's an active cemetery, and, but then the old ones went up to, like, the late 1700s. You could barely make out anything on them, you know, and, and some of them were just a rock. Like, here lies Bill. Now, I don't want to go off on a rant here, but when we talk about ghosts and and generally speaking, if they have like weapons, like they they like M eighties, they move them up. they move slower, right? They move okay. slower. That like when we think of ghosts, they move slower. If you're talking about something from like the fifteen hundred, sixteen hundreds, musket balls already moved slower. If you're talking about a ghost musket ball and they shoot it at you, couldn't wouldn't it be like you're the one? Literally, like, like you're Neo. Like you move out of the way and the ghost's like. Inconceivable. <laughs> oh. Great job. <laughs> I, I, I t- I'm sorry. I took us a little we off course there. That's okay. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Monsters of the deep. <laughs> Water being terrifying. There we go. So historically, you go look back and decorative drawings of monsters, sea monsters of all types were frequently used to illustrate maps just like land masses and other things of note. And while stories of sea monsters date back to before written word, one of the most detailed examples comes us in the form of an actual map. Before we get into this actual map, my mother's father, my grandfather was in world war two and he had this amazing map of everywhere they went in world war two is drawn by someone on the boat and it would have a ram's head. And that was where like when they were in battle, they hit another boat and then they would have like the, the mouth on the, on the the cloud blowing, and that's where they hit a storm. And in little ports, they had little naked Asian women drawn on there. And I'm like, what's that, Grandpa? And he's like, that's when they brought on whores. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like seven years old. I'm like, oh, okay, Grandpa. He didn't like... Oh well, they they had they had uh, Chinese food there, and in no, no. that culture, they just didn't wear much no, clothing. No, my grandfather and, and, didn't like, didn't uh, didn't didn't mince words. <laughs> not at all, no. not at all. And my grandma would go, "You dirty bastard! Watch your mouth." <laughs> He's seven. <laughs> it's not that map, John. Why don't you tell us about the map in question here? 
So the map in question, the Carta Marina, uh, created, uh, it took 12 years to create, actually first printed in 1539. Uh, the creator's name was Olas Magnus. That's that he was tall, blonde haired, and loved swastikas. That's, <laughs> that's, that's pre-Nazis, but that just sounds like he was, you know, Aryan poster boy. This show has gone from uh, a show that uh, had in every episode a mention of pedophilia to now. <laughs> I in bet every... he was a pedophile Nazi. <laughs> now there's Nazis in every episode. Damn it, Gofo. <laughs> All right. So if you look at this thing, it, you can Google it. It's it's easily findable online. It's it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's a it beautiful is. map. Uh, it was also one of the most p- precise depictions of any part of Europe at the time. It was like really accurate as far as the actual land masses were concerned, uh, both from cartography was like the number one going thing at the time it, from the sizes of the actual land masses, how far away they were from each other, the just the the, the coasts and 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 just everything about it was accurate and although the uh the portrayal of what was in the oceans not as accurate uh, says you <laughs> well it it's so it, it represented what was on the land what was in the sea and the animals of all said regions that makes sense so um, it's yeah it covers all its bases yeah 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 uh it was based on the work of other maps in addition to those cartographic sources it also relied on this just, just, <laughs> It, I, sorry, I can't even keep a straight face. It also relied on the descriptions of sailors uh, for for uh, the rest of the information and Magnus's own observations. <laughs> Everyone knows if you want the truth, go to a sailor. I think that's I, that's the old adage, if I remember it right. Speaking of the descriptions from the other sailors, that's that's kind of where the sea monsters come in. Yeah, right. Like you look at this thing, and most of the land animals were pretty accurate. Most of them. We're not sure about the duck trees. I yeah, think so is it, one of the things on it there. shows some trees uh, that ducks come out of. Um, well, uh, the people, the supposition is that that's how they explained uh, ducks showing up in the spring. They didn't understand migration. No, oh, so like they must have just sprouted. Yeah, they sprouted out. The, of the ducks trees. are in bloom. Yeah, <laughs> ducks. Speaking of, we were just in uh, in Florida. See this little. You don't gr- say. We saw this little girl say. come running, chasing a duck. A full-grown duck, and I don't know if you've ever been around ducks, geese, or anything. They don't take kindly to that bullshit. No, and we they don't. Saw a girl get her ass handed to her by a duck, so that was fun. And I didn't know what to say, so I'm like, no, d- uh, let's just see what happens. <laughs> I'm just, I'm kind of proud of you. I'm surprised you didn't just start laughing uncontrollably. Oh, I did. I did. <laughs> you did, didn't you? I'm still laughing at it. Her, her parent came running over and grabbed her pretty damn quick, though. Well, then, I don't know what to tell you. That's very bad news, Jack, and I look. Uh, I hope you guys make a better decision next time. So the weird part was, not only did he use the map to show sailors where these beasts lived, thus where to avoid, but he also provided some pretty detailed descriptions about the beasts. Yeah, right? So here are a few examples. The Sea Serpent. Olas's version is that uh, it was over 200 feet long. 20 feet thick, and it had hair hanging from its neck at least a cubit long. I mean, who hasn't heard about that sea monster? Of course. Um, the polypus. Uh, <laughs> I never forget a pussy. Cat. <laughs> you, you completely redeemed yourself on that one, Simon. <laughs> he basically describes a, blo- a lo- He basically describes a lobster that is big enough to dip you in warm butter and have you for dinner. 
He says the polypus is several times the size of a man and indeed capable of plucking sailors off of boats. Believable. Yeah, we probably just hunted it to extinction. Keep going. Have no fear, though. There are also the rockas. (laughs) Not to be confused with malakas. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Uh, You did have some allies in the deep blue sea. The rockas were essentially giant stingrays that would save swimmers being attacked by sea dog fish. Now, see, here's the problem with sea dog fish. Sea dog fish. Sea spot run. One of those things? Not exactly. They sucked because they just wanted to come up and eat your private parts. You got a taste for something and it just keeps sticking in your mind until you you get it in your mouth. No. Lick, lick, lick my balls. (laughs) You had the rockas to save you. So, yeah, if you look at this map, it's just adorned with all of these pictures of these creatures and these creatures. And the point is, these creatures are on this map to tell you where they are. So, you know, not to go to this part of the sea because that's where the sea serpent is. Don't go there. So you're a a wily man of 13. Who's ready to go out and explore the world. And you're you're also old. (laughs) Also going through your midlife crisis. Yeah. And you're. You, you pull up the map to see where you need to go, and here's your giant sea monsters and shit that's going to eat your privates and everything. Oh, shit. There goes the planet. <laughs> I guess I'm just going to be a farmer, and I farm. <laughs> yeah, and meanwhile, if you look on there, all the, the land animals, oh, look, there's boar here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can mm. deal with that. Bacon. All right, mm. we're good. Bacon or death? Mm, bacon or death? I choose bacon. <laughs> Luckily... That died out as maps progressed, and stories of sea monsters and eyewitness accounts which claim to have seen these beasts persist, even though that map has died out. Sea monster accounts are found in every culture that has contact with land, sea, water. There's a fucking TV show on river monsters right now. Now, they're looking for fish that are real, but every society... Has one or two or or dozens of these accounts. So where do they come from? Cable channels desperate for programming. And that is probably right on. Robot. And Barty all the time, he means just sit and watch TV nonstop because that's his new thing. I flip and love it. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> he does. Most people are going to tell you it's a misidentification. Well, you saw this. It was actually that. And that. And that's pretty believable. You know, I've, we've been at sea and we saw one time we saw like a gray whale. We're like, what the fuck is that? And the person's like, oh, there's a beautiful gray whale. I just look all lump to me. I guess someone could be like, it was 200 feet long and 20 foot thick and hairy. Who knows? Uh, I, I was down in Florida near the Everglades. This is a heavy Florida episode. <laughs> Well, we need more Florida man. Where's Florida man when you, you need, need him? You need more Florida man. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was down in Florida and uh, literally was just walking along. And there was kind of a canalish area. Looked like a log to me. And this other guy's walking. Do you see that? Do you see that? That thing. That's huge. Look at that. That. And it was just trying to say it was like some sort of huge boa, like python. And it's a log. It was a log. Yeah. Uh, people now, see what they want to see. The problem with that is not, every now and then they're not. <laughs> well, in 94, when the, the hurricanes came through, it destroyed a reptile farm and like hatchery and shit that was full of, was it rock pythons and all the fucking crazy shit that only survives in tropical locations. Well, guess what? It's a tropical location. And now all those crazy snakes are out there in Florida. I'm sorry. When you say in the early nineties and the hurricanes came through, I'm not sure if you're talking about a natural disaster or just the Miami hurricanes and like Michael Irvin and the rest of them. Oh, listen to you. 
<laughs> hey! Speaking of hallucinations. Strip clubs and cocaine! <laughs> hallucinations! That's another one of the accounts a lot of people say. People are just hallucinating seeing these things. Like These guys are going out on a wooden rickety ship for months at a time and just staring off into the ocean. It's pretty believable to see they saw something or didn't see something. Drinking rum and eating hard hardtack. Hardtack, yeah. Like, it gets old. And then, when you are out at sea and it gets old, another one thing to do is tell lies. How many people just lied about seeing things? A, to get attention, or B, to scare the next weary traveler, <laughs> said 13-year-old going out to make his life and sits down next to the, the old 21-year-old, and he's like, let me tell you about what I saw. Here on my deathbed. Right. Uh, or C, to sell a map. Yeah. <laughs> and then you got stories taken from fact out of context. Oh, well, I saw a, a snake that was four feet long it was 40 feet long and i i saw a duck build whatever monster like people will take and pick and choose the things that they need to tell a story on, on top of that take it out of there there are actual sea creatures that are fucking monsters look at the giant squid we've seen giant squid we as in you know society that are huge but we know that the largest squid we've seen are small compared to ones that exist because we found blue whales and baleen whales and shit with scars from suckers that are bigger than fucking basketballs yeah it, there are giant fucking squid they're just deep and we haven't seen them yet a lot of a lot of the other reports could come from large alligators um you, when you, you see all alligators like the saltwater crocodile it's to like or a crocodile almost, yeah and it's like three thousand pounds almost and they and they used to say well you would never see that in the ocean more recently scientists oh have, look there's one out in the ocean scientists have discovered that they will literally travel ocean currents yeah and it's eating a white shark <laughs> <laughs> oops so uh, brent there's this also this other idea uh, a nuclear semiotic it's got nuclear in it so i'm i'm interested so all that go on all that's actually referring to is human communication over nuclear time nuclear time meaning a very long period of time so it's a telephone tree <laughs> not exactly <laughs> time think about it this way uh right now right now if if we took all of the all of the um unrelated to the title of this nuclear semi sem semiotics if we took all of the nuclear waste in the world and we put it in one place and we buried it deep 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 underground let's say like delaware we put it all in delaware <laughs> And, you know, I mean, the half-life on it is, I don't know, what, a million years. I, yeah. I, I don't even know. I, so how would you keep people away? How it? would you keep people away? Uh, when there's no internet and shit like that? And, no, there, there, yeah. no no sign. Nothing is going to out. Word of mouth. You, the you tell everything. The only th the theory is the only thing that would last is some sort of, uh, of of story, some sort of yeah. uh, you'd create this whole ethos and mythology around it. Yeah, it's, it's and like it's like a story that gets wound into the whole fabric of your society. Right. We know we don't go there. Why? The elders told us. The so. elders told us not yeah. to. It's not because we actually understand that we're going to get uh, radiation. That's sacred land. You That's where the ghosts there. are. Whatever. We don't walk on that land. Exactly. It grows third eye. So. So that's my that's my Chinese accent. <laughs> the point being that a lot of these oh god, the point being that a lot of these stories could have come from people being told to stay away because there was actually something else 
the sea serpent was a representation of something else to stay away from. I gotcha. So we talked about ways that, you know, these counts come for misidentification, hallucination, lies. Do you believe any of them could have been true? Like, or is it just, oh, no, it was hallucination? Oh, no, I think I definitely think a lot of people saw a lot of things. The question is, what did they actually say? Like I said, that's a gray well. I had no fucking clue what it was. Right. Not being a marine biologist, how the fuck would you know? Lisa and I, one of the and you told me you told me you got your marine biology degree from the University of Phoenix. No, I sent away for it. I still haven't got it yet. Oh, got it. Okay. One of the coolest things I've ever seen in the ocean was we were in California, the other side of the nation for once, and like right when the blue whales migrate away from the California, like L.A. area, there's an influx of of fish. And the dolphins, there's three like major pods out there, they said, of dolphins. They all converge and hunt at that one time. Lisa and I are on a boat. We were surrounded by literally, no joke, thousands of dolphins as far as the eye could see. And they told us we were in with these marine biologists. They said, for every dolphin you can see, there's three underneath. And they were, they were filming it and everything. She's bawling her eyes out. It was really pretty. She's just <laughs> like crying, but it was crazy. Like it was, you couldn't even believe the dolphins. And it's just crazy. This shit that's just out there in the water, just eating and shit. And, and it, it, water is terrifying. There's no two ways about it. You was Jay know. Cutler just sitting on the shore? He was. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that was kind of olden days. Modern times haven't really seen a dip in the reports of anything. It's kind of been on the upswing as of late. Reports, not evidence, not but evidence. reports. New technology fuels the minds of people that go out there searching for it. People make a living hunting Bigfoot, hunting Yetis, I mean, similar things. Cryptids. Like that. Also hunting these sea monsters for fun, profit. I guess if they could ever get it or monster quest always needs a new season. So someone's out there is going to throw you some cash, you know, but as you said, to no avail, we have to this day, no solid proof of anything other than the people that have found their giant squids and shit like that. It's a million dollar, probably billion dollar tourist industry. There's sightseeing tours. There's gifts. There's toys, you name it. Hell, fuck, I remember when my sister was a senior in high school and I was younger than her, she went to Lake of the Ozarks and she came back and she got me a beach towel. And what's on there? The monster of the lake from Lake of the Ozarks. Because every lake, I mean, I don't think you you really got your, your, your props yet until someone's seen a monster and tells you it's living there. You got the dam down there on Lake of the Ozarks. Yeah, Daniel yeah. Dam, and they say that there's catfish thousand pounds and they'll swallow a man whole you know i mean there's just crazy shit like that all the time it is one of the greatest mysteries in the scientific world yeah but the problem is you go well they have divers that dive and clean clean the dam every fucking year like if there's thousand pound catfish what do they say we ain't found shit oh okay <laughs> makes sense you talked about evidence that's the big challenge there isn't any well and that's that's the whole thing like when does it become fruitless, futile? Well, going? even even the the hardcore believers and researchers, the the crypto, the I don't even know what you call them. Do you Bigfoot's call them, got footprints. Do you call them aqua cryptozoologists? Whatever, um, say that no one's going to take them seriously until they get a carcass. 
That's true, but I mean that's the same thing with Bigfoot or anyone. They, we, we've got all these footprints and shit, but people go, "Well, where is the bodies?" Well, they eat them, they bury them, they this, that, the other. Here's what I will say, um, and we'll get in more to what we believe and what we think's actually out there, and even even more examples later. I was more interested in willing to do this episode as far as cryptids go um, and, and unknown creatures than some of the others because of how vast the sea is oh my god yeah like there's so much that's undiscovered out there we know more of the allegedly surface the, the of moon. the moon yeah than we know about the bottom of the sea so i think you know it's really really um small-minded to say nothing's out there that we don't know in the sea no. i mean we literally are discovering things to this day that we so uh to for us to go no these creatures don't exist I guess my point is that just because we don't have evidence, things can sink. That's true. And the other point is we as a society are obsessed with monsters. Godzilla, who happens to be a sea monster, King Kong, Pacific Rim, great example. Fun yes. movie out of nowhere. Yes, yes, yes. The, the fucking kaiju. Yep. Dude, uh, speaking of the kaiju, we need to scrap Seabot and get ourselves a Jaeger just in case they're real. Today we face the monsters that are at our door. And bring the fight to them. Today we are canceling the apocalypse. Ugh. <laughs> I think we just upgrade him. You know what? Have him talk to him. They'll commit suicide. No. <laughs> well, you know, no. actually, if we if we had a Jaeger, it takes like two people to run. Uh, That's true. A Jaeger. I don't think we're drift compliant. Stop it. Maybe we could just put Seabot in. <laughs> Stop. Stop. This like we are. Seabot, could you run a Jaeger by yourself? Yes. <laughs> Done. <laughs> yes. Let's, <laughs> let's take let's take Seabot, make him hundreds of feet tall, and give him weapons. Man, there you go. Yes. Idea. Okay. Let me rephrase. Seabot, if we were being attacked by kaiju, and we put you inside of Jaeger, would you defend us? Matt. <laughs> I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. <laughs> but monsters are a billion dollar industry for movies and toys. And look at the old school Godzilla toys and see what they fucking go for. Look at the old school Godzilla movie with Matthew Broderick. Let's not look at that. Let's that's scrapped. It's like Highlander Two. It doesn't exist. Let's not forget the the Jimmy Page and P Diddy uh fucking song that was on the soundtrack. Oh, I I thankfully okay. have looked that over. I don't even know what the hell that is. You are actually like crying laughing. Is it that bad? Stop it. <laughs> Stop Everything it. about that movie was, it was awful. Really bad. The soundtrack. Hey, I'm gonna make an action movie. I got Matthew Broderick on the line. Wait, weren't, weren't the Wallflowers on that soundtrack too? I, it was in 1990 something. So I think yes. we even referenced that. We even referenced that movie for the promotion. I think in another episode where they did the promotion was yeah. uh, they were fighting. I need a bigger box. That the, the dog. <laughs> yeah, they were fight. They were gonna fight Godzilla. It was it was the Taco Bell Chihuahua, KFC, the Colonel, and like Betty the, from from Pizza Hut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But the point is, if you can get people to think that these things are real, bingo, that's that's money, man. Like, outside of the Godzilla and all this shit, if you can get people to think there is, is a real monster in this lake, you don't go out in the ocean, there are real fucking monsters, think of the money that you're going to make. It's Jurassic Park. Well, I've never, been to, I've never been to Loch Ness, but I would imagine there's one or two trinkets you can buy if you go there. <laughs> I think that's safe to assume. Maybe a hotel or two you could stay at. Well, 
but if they're not real, like let's say this whole time it's been these hallucinations, misunder, misidentification things, what are they? Well, real does not mean that they're not monsters of some sort. Like I said, the giant, I, I, I hate to keep hammering this thing, but it's fucking terrifying. So we got the giant squid, the Kraken. It's thought to be legend. Now they know that they exist, but there's actually bigger squid out there. So the legend of the Kraken was based on the giant squid because we know that they could have only have seen the giant squid the there's actually squid larger than that that they couldn't have seen because they we have they, seen that we now know exist called the colossal or antarctic squid they live too far north to have been part of this mythology but these are actually fucking 50 feet long and 1700 pounds basically imagine a school bus only it's a squid but like i said before there's sucker scars on whales so we know that in now whales go into colder climate and warmer climate that there are squid out there that dwarf that. They're just, we haven't found them. That's scary. Though, that's scary to think there's something out there that will just maul that school bus sized thing. We haven't even seen it yet. The other thing is manatee. You, you, you see the, the dumbass oh, sea they're cow. Like, they're like teddy bears. Yeah. Well, the thing is people used to see them and they're right by the, right by the surface and they thought they were mermaids. No, that's a fat mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> but people would see them and think, oh, my God, that's a fucking sea monster. And they come right up by boats because they're literally stupid. That's why they get all scarred up and shit. In fact, it was just manatee season. So you got to watch yourself. Then, speaking of terribly frightening, the lion's made jellyfish. It's just death floating. This just giant fucking jellyfish that people would see. And, I mean, it is huge. Like, like you said, the size of a fucking school bus, and it'll just destroy you if you touch it. Whale sharks. Another, talk about lumbering, bulky giants. These things come up to people. They come up to boats. It looks like a whale. Looks like a shark. Looks like a fucking sea monster. The blue whale, the largest species that we've ever known to live on Earth. Holy shit. Yeah, I mean, if you're in a boat and it gets capsized by something that large, sea monster. And then the one that really does look like a sea monster when they wash up and they're rare, but they do wash up the giant oarfish. It looks like a, I don't know, 50 foot long snake with a giant mouth and teeth. I mean, it is fucking crazy. And they'll wash up and you'll have like 15 people holding one. It is literally a creature from the deep. But yeah. look up, look up oarfish and, you know, fuel your nightmares. If you have a lot of money and you want to play a prank on your kid, go buy a oarfish, uh, a dead oarfish, and put it in your kid's bed, <laughs> and then wake him up and run out of the room. Hey, Marty, what you sleeping with? Oh, 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 oh you got me dead. You got me good that time. <laughs> Um, you, you, you were talking about you were talking about if they aren't real, then what else are they? Yeah. Uh, th there have been a lot of sea monsters that have been I don't know debunked, uh, and and uh, many of them are just rotting animal carcasses that that kind of wash up. And after uh, something's been eaten on them or has been rotting, they don't look anything like what they used to be. Oh, but websites love to call them sea monsters. Well, I the would love to call it a sea monster when I see it. Until someone else goes, no, that's this. Is oh, but they is. get the picture and they print it and they go, sea monster found mm -hmm. before they, you know, like talk to anybody, scientists or uh, earlier this year, an unknown 
sea monster with quote unquote fur and quote unquote mysterious red fluid washed up on the island of uh, Serum in Indonesia. Uh, the kind of thing that makes the round on websites like, you know, Express Mail and, and, and websites that have words like ancient and secret in them. <laughs> I'm uh, sure Gaia is working on a big, uh, a big expose. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, it turns out it was a, a, just a decomposing baleen whale. Um, and there's so many examples of this. The uh, the beast of Port Talbot, uh, that was a whale of some yep. sort. Uh, the Mexican sea monster, sperm whale head only. Uh, the Montauk monster, it was a raccoon. The list goes on. <laughs> so there's scary shit on the bottom of the ocean. Have you seen goblin shark, John? Have you seen angler anglerfish? So you're talking about, I'll give you a story twofold on this. Lisa and I love in... Long Beach, California, there's the, the Aquarium of the Pacific. That's and the LBC. That is, if you're nasty. And they have all these pictures of the goblin shark and the ang- angler fish. They have a whole bioluminescence area, and those are areas. That's the fish that have the little lights on the pole and, like, 9,000 teeth to come eat you. The other thing they have really cool is they have a whale carcass in there, and it is decomposing, and the fish are eating it. And, like, you can see these fish, they're living off this whale carcass. It is fascinating. And when you look at this whale carcass, if, as soon as they get through the head and shit, you're not going to know what the fuck that is. As they eat through the fat and stuff, it does look like a, a, a monster if it had For this person, floated up somewhere. Oh, sure. I mean, anything once it's decomposed and pieces of it are gone and you got mm-hmm. the big teeth. <clears throat> For this portion of the show, I was doing a little research on, on actual scary things that do exist. And there's tons of lists out there on the Internet, YouTube videos. Go and, forth family tree. Uh, yeah, they have show, that's funny. Um uh, anyway, I'm, I'm I'm scrolling through, and on all of these lists, they've got the barrel fish, and I, it just doesn't fit. I'm, I'm, you know, the angler fish and the frilled shark are all these scary, horrible-looking things. The goblin shark and the barrel fish is like, just looks like this dump. <laughs> the difference is, you can see inside its head. You can like see its brain, yeah. and yeah. Like, it, like lights up. You look, but at it's that, not scary looking. It just yeah, but you, it's kind of goofy looking. Crazy, and you look at it like. Who the fuck came up with something like this? Who was it? Who could it possibly be? Was it? Oh, I don't know. Say it. <laughs> I think so. Maybe. But it, it, it's certainly not uh, monstrous. It, it's more comedic. I, I yeah. Think. It, and it, what looks like its eyes and shit aren't really its eyes. It's just the shit in its head. It, yeah. it is a fun looking thing. Yeah. Another another Google search for you guys. You'll enjoy it. So we're going to go to break. But after break, we've been talking about what they might actually be if they're not real could they be real and if so what are they where are they and we're going to teach seabot about some of the famous sea monsters he seems so scared of when we come back with more hysteria 51 finally i really have to go release the kraken hola david me i'm brent Bonjour, uh, Brent. Je m'appelle David. You didn't do Spanish. I thought if we were going to do this together, we'd do the same language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's uh, that's on brand for us. I that, I, I just thought romance languages yeah. was the key. Everything I say is romantic, and that is thanks to Rosetta Stone. <laughs> you guys, we, we've been touting these things forever. We love Rosetta Stone, and we actually are users. David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. What's your experience been like? Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it. So it's very high on pronunciation, too. So <laughs> you can, you know, learn how to speak. And, you know, our show is all about proper pronunciation. <laughs> in that pronunciation. Yeah, that's right. 
But it's it, they design it for long term retention, you know. It, and yeah. uh, if you don't get the pronunciation right, you you say it until you do, and then you know that that just seeps into your head. Well, and that's why you know this has been trusted by experts for thirty years, and there's over twenty five different languages that you can learn, and people millions and millions of users use it because, like you said, it does seep in, and you're using it with you know you get speech recognition, and mm-hmm. it, it hears you. You get to use like the built in true accent features that gives you this pronunciation, which is super convenient and you can do it at your own time. And I don't know if you can know this, but I'm all about value and you get a one-time purchase, 25 languages. If I learned all 25 languages, I'd be so confused or really cool. <laughs> I'd go in and out. But you'd be real marketable. But literally though, this is something that we use and we have, both of us have given the seal of approval because we want to do this long-term and uh, it's something that uh, it works. You know, and we don't yeah. we don't do long term um, stuff like this. And this is this is the one that we've chosen, and we love it. So, all you guys got to do don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now, as we've told you a thousand times, and it's always now. Right now, get now. started for very limited time. History fifty one listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for fifty percent off. How much? Fifty percent. Visit Rosetta Stone dot com slash today that's 50 percent off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your unnatural life wow. redeem 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 how do they do it rush day you're 50 oh. percent off <laughs> rush <at> day <laughs> redeem it 50 percent off rosettastone.com slash today do it today After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, we thought, man, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Brent is trying to plan right now and says that it works like a charm from Chicago to Nashville as he makes his big old move. Mint Mobile is working for him. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So ditch the overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash hysteria. That's mintmobile, M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash hysteria, H-Y-S-T-E-R-I-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash hysteria. $45 upfront payment required. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. And we are back. Seabot, did you get hooked up? Do you have enough Kraken rum over there? The Kraken has been unleashed. Um, good, good. Just just stay in the corner. All right. Before the break, we were talking about what these things could be if they don't actually exist. But if they do, if they could be real. Which, uh, 
<laughs> they very well could. They be. very well could. Um, you know, what are some ways they could be real? You got to look at water like we we're talking about. Loch Ness is deep, very deep. The ocean's deeper. <laughs> what is like seven miles in the, what's that trench called? The Mariana Trench. Mariana's Trench. Yeah, like seven miles deep. And we know more, as you said, or I said, or whoever said about the moon than we do with the bottom of the ocean. Could there be creatures that we've deemed monsters living on this planet? Fuck yeah. Who knows? We got things like the blurp that... You mean the bloop, dumbass. The loudest sound ever recorded, which now they think might have been just whale sounds. But at first, they're like, what the fuck made this sound? It traveled, you know... I don't know if it was hundreds or thousands. I honestly have no idea what you're talking about. They record all these sounds underwater all the time, and they recorded this sound that sounds like a a blurp. And it was, they knew it was from an animal, and they had no idea what animal for years could have made this sound. So they had a microphone underwater somewhere. They They have them everywhere. They have them everywhere. In in for this, for just imagine microphones, and they picked up several of them over you know hundreds and hundreds of miles. Picked up this one sound. And they didn't think any animal that they knew of could make them. Now they were thinking, well, maybe it was, I forget if it was like a baleen whale or, or whatever it was, could actually make this sound. But and Chris Farley had already passed away. He so had they- already, he was a goner. And uh, it's crazy to look at things like that. And, and we're still learning things about our own planet. I just read today that they have found these caverns in Antarctica that are heated by volcanic activity. And you can have a T-shirt on in there. It's so warm. And light comes through because light filters through the ice. So there's light in there. And they are lurking. They're looking for animals that live in there in the water and, and on the land that we've never seen before. That's fucking crazy that we're still finding all of these new animals on Earth. Al Gore is actually developing condos there. <laughs> so, I, well, I mean, he's he's running his fiber optic cable for the Internet that he invented uh, to get there. And it then, works. Yeah. So what are they, John? What what are some of the things that if these are, let's let's pretend maybe they're not what we haven't found yet, but maybe they're things that we have or or, or have known of. What could they be? That's a throwback. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> uh, both both for the show and in general. Yeah. There you go. Remnants of 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 thought extinct species that happens all the time they find them they, they i still I, got my fingers crossed for the thylacine uh is that the tasmanian that is what it is tiger i was reading the other day they think they might have yeah it's it's sketchy but i still think it's there that one's blurry real blurry but yeah that one <sighs> it was they think that it was not actually extinct when it was set extinct so that the australian government could get logging contracts and it was a nocturnal animal. It wouldn't surprise me if it was still there. And, and there have been such credible witnesses throughout many, 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 many years. It wouldn't surprise me. I just hate when people point at that. Like, let's say it is still around. People point at that and go, yep, see, Bigfoot. <laughs> That's a big wait, difference. Wait, just between... because a different type of cat might or might not still it's exist. It's not even a cat. It's a marsupial. Or, I'm sorry. <laughs> just because an animal that did exist not very long ago might or might not still exist does not mean fucking Bigfoot exists. Damn velociraptors. I was getting to my lawn. <laughs> so if they are Shitting everywhere. They're so, remnants, John, of these extinct species. What species are we talking about? That's not the thylacine. That's not the thylacine. <laughs> the, the aquatic thylacine. Well, uh, thought extinct number one 
Numero uno, the plesiosaur. If you don't know what a plesiosaur is, think of a meat-eating brontosaurus with flippers instead of feet. That's kind of what it looks like. It, it looks, it's a long neck, flippers, long tail with teeth. Yeah, tapered head. Yeah, and when they're in the water, they mean, look like a serpent. But mean they son of a bitch. A big, they have a big body. Yeah, you know? And it's funny, giant squid have been misidentified for plesiosaurs because they'll pull a one of their tentacles out of the water, and it looks like a neck and a head. So there, once again, that didn't have to be a giant squid, just a regular squid. But what about other dinosaurs? There was an 80s movie, I remember, and I, I can't think of the name. It just dawned on me, where they went into the 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 jungles, and they found Brontosaurus living, and these the natives had been eating it and shit like that. What was it called? Baby? Was that maybe the movie of it? The name of the movie? Anyway. I have no idea. Dinosaurs living. What other? I remember the 80s ABC hit comedy, Dinosaurs. Oh, not to be confused with your favorite show, Denver, The Last Dinosaur. Don't feed up. the baby. What about the Megalodon shark? People still say that the Megalodon oh, shark there, could there be was out a there. whole Discovery Channel. Oh, could it be still living? When did the Discovery that whole Channel thing. jump the Megalodon and start. Ah, I see what you did. Yes. And start doing shit where like, they're pretending like. We're doing this on when did Discovery, Mermaids. When did Discovery Channel become the History Channel? Is that what you're asking? That's H2 now, if you're nasty. <laughs> but no, like it's not that far-fetched to think maybe over the millions and millions of years since we've seen the Megalodon, maybe that they've gone deeper and deeper and, and evolved in some way, and they come up every once in a while and take a bite out of something. Here's, here's the thing, though. There'd have to be a lot of them, because they'd have to reproduce. Well, it's just like right? there's, there's these... Well, or, or are you saying that that they, these are? No, I don't think it's one or two. Now in Loch Ness, I go. It's there's a breeding population. Are you saying that like the temperature down there is so low that their um, metabolism works so slowly no, that they no, are? No, I'm saying that they got they went deeper and deeper, so we don't see them as much anymore. And over time, they've they've gone to places where we wouldn't see them, like your pride. And then every once in a while, it rears its ugly head. Exactly. <laughs> the thing is. Who knows? There'd have to be. I don't. But there'd have saying, to be a lot of them, right? I'm not saying it's a 12 million year old megalodon. There's a breeding population. There has to be. There has to be. Unless you're Godzilla, well, then all bets are off. Well, then it's magic. Exactly. But is there a K on it? <laughs> there, there always is in my book. Okay. Undiscovered species, maybe. What about that? What do you think? Like, uh, um, it's right, not a megalodon, so it's, not, it's, it's not a different a, shark. Or it's not a dinosaur, it's just an undiscovered amphibious reptile. Seven fucking miles deep. So, James Cameron... Wait, is that a thing? Amphibious reptile? Yeah, what, what, what the fuck do you think a crocodile goes in the water? Wouldn't that be called an amphibious reptile, or is it Don't, just a reptile? Alright, so I'm showing my lack of knowledge in biology. Don't they eventually have to come up? Yeah, they, they breathe air. Right. So, but uh, what we're talking about, if something lived that far under, it would never have to come up, right? Well, amphibious means relating to living in or situated for both land and water. So it would be an amphibious reptile. Maybe it has a really long straw to breathe through. <laughs> Maybe so. We said seven miles deep. James Cameron and years ago, the other people there's have went to the bottom of the Marianas Trench. Whenever you want to get to the bottom of anything, the James first place Cameron. to go is James Cameron. They went down there, they turned on the lights, and shit scattered. There was life everywhere. That is the most inhospitable place, not really, one of the most in inhospitable places on Earth. And they find fucking animals. And it a big diamond. Steel. They found a big diamond, too, no, right? No, that, that was a movie with uh, uh, Hillary, 
with Hillary Swank in it. And they were going to the center of the earth, and there's giant diamonds. No, but no, no, a diamond that an old lady threw oh, off of a, a boat. Oh, that's the that's that one. And Leonardo DiCaprio's cold, decrepit body. Draw me like one of your French, French girls. girls. You get down there, we talk about all these other animals with bioluminescence. Hillary the, Swank, where were you going with that? You said giant diamonds. It's that fucking movie where they go through the ocean and drill down to the middle of the earth, and there's giant fucking diamonds in there and shit. I, I don't even know. It was a terrible movie. Obviously, it was like they had to restart the the center of the earth had stopped moving and they had to restart it. Oh, is that like one of those? There was like two movies that came out at the same time where they had to dig this to the was the, the other earth. one. Yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> but back on to- back on topic, we're talking about you know scary ass fucking deep places. They got bioluminescence. I saw the fucking movie Abyss. Is it that far fetched to think something so deep down there? Aquaman has his own fucking beings down there. The, these Atlanteans, these intelligent species of some sort that just so happens to have to live down there. It, it, it crushes metal. Well, the as, as there. the flat earthers would tell you, there's only so far that we've gone down. Drilled. Now, dr- that's not counting water, though, John. We've only drilled. Drilled. Almost eight miles. But yeah, no, I, I mean, Look at the movie Abyss. Hey, speaking of the movie Abyss, did you ever see the alternate ending, which is way better? No. So you know how it just kind of, oh, everything's good and fun, and we're going to bring you on up? The alternate ending, they're going to destroy the world, and these giant tidal waves go to destroy the planet. And they they play this whole, here we go with Nazis, they're playing like clips of the news they'd seen of like Hitler and war and all this shit. But then they play the clip of him talking to like, I love you, baby. I, I knew this was a one way trip and his love saved the planet. And they're going to give us one last chance to get it right. And then they come up. Oh, God. <laughs> it actually was better. What's up with what's up with James Cameron and alternate? There's an alternate ending to Titanic, too. Did you know that? No. Yeah. It'd be. And this is oh, where they catch her. I did see that, and then she's oh, and she throws it. No, like no, she, uh, no, like Bill Paxton like gets yeah. to help throw he's, it or something. He like. stops her. He goes to stop her. He's like, "What do you do?" But then he helps her throw it or something. She die right then and there. I don't know. Uh, maybe he, he should have thrown her too. Fuck, fuck you, bitch. You know how much money I spent on this? I just hate. There was so much room on that plank. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio could have easily... No one wants him to live. Well, perhaps, but he could have been on that. We are way off topic. No one gives a shit about James Cameron or the Titanic. We're talking sea monsters. Oh, well, you're talking about a fucking uh, the abyss. Which is about sea monsters. Now, intelligent species that might not be monsters, but who's to say? I've read a fucking comic book from here and there. Hell, we got Jason Momoa going to be playing Aquaman here for the DC He's comics. so dreamy. My wife is a fan. She'll tell you, well, he's just too muscular for me. I'm like, that's because I'm fat. Don't, don't, you know, feed me that bullshit. All right, let's move on. Seabot, they might, they might not exist, but let's talk, let's tell you about some of the famous ones since you were so lazy this week that you did no research. We're going to give you a little information. Let me stop you right there. I don't care. <laughs> well, it doesn't really fucking matter what you care All because right, we'll luckily gi- it's our show. We'll give the listeners at home a little information on each of these. Actually, I've had enough rum. Hit me with them. I think he's scared of it too anyway, as we said. I think that's the problem. He's saying he doesn't care, but he's really kind of frightened. Brent, I'm going to let you take this first I one. I was literally going to say, John, I'm going to let you take this first one. <laughs> <laughs> You're all idiots. <laughs> Aspidocilone, A-S-P-I-D-O-C, 
H E L O N E, whatever it is. I think you did it about Espidoshalone. I think you did the justice that I was. I could have done it's it. It's a giant turtle or whale that appeared to be an island and lured sailors to their doom. I like it. <laughs> could that just be the smaller version of the larger version that's holding up our entire flat Earth? No, John Wise. You are a fucking idiot if you think that. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though, uh, this uh, th- this this giant turtle thing would be, it looks like an island. It's kind of like the thing in uh, the Never get- Ending Story. They had the giant turtle that looked like a mound in the bog. <laughs> it talked like that. And the difference is sailors get lured there, start hanging out there for a while. and But th- this guy wasn't, I don't think, like necessarily mean on purpose. Just eventually decides to dive and go get food. And yeah. then everybody on top. It's just a fucking turtle doing turtle things. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just if you happen to be on top when that yeah. happens, you drown a watery death. So next up, we got a real famous one that we've talked about already, Seabot. Nessie, the Loch Nest Monster, thought to be a plesiosaur, is one of the, the going arguments for it. Have you heard of that? Just you dorks talking about it. Well, it's probably so Brent's, what, what's, probably the most popular one there is. What's the Reader's Digest on the Loch Ness Monster? Loch Ness Monster is a small, uh, they figure, breeding population of some sort of either a serpent style or a plesiosaur that, that lives in the loch. And they think the loch might have, it's very deep and it might have channels out to other lochs and other bodies of water. They have had there's the famous fin picture that they caught on an underwater camera of it looks like a giant fin up close and there's pictures there, one the, of the, the famous the, pictures we the were mo- talking the about mo- the most famous picture is the one that that everyone's seen like if you google Loch Ness it Monster, looks like a plesiosaur's head sticking out of the water uh, like a hole. dinosaur head sticking out of the water uh and so that's kind of what fueled everything so everyone thinks there's this monster that lives in Loch Ness and it, it's what's <laughs> Oh, wait, you serious? Let me laugh even harder. (laughs) (laughs) And it's what's fueled this this thing for so long. The biggest problem is, I mean, that's what started the, the whole thing. The biggest problem is on his deathbed, one of the people behind that picture said, yeah, we fabricated that whole thing. And then you're going to have people go, he was just doing that to fuck with people. Or... That's what they want you to think. I get it. Yeah, of course you do. You're an asshole. So then, not to be outdone by Nessie, we got Tessie. Basically the same thing, but in Lake Tahoe. Tessie's a lake monster said to live in the waters of Central California. Sightings of Tessie date back to at least the 19th century and usually describe a vast snake-like creature with a long neck and a humped back that swims so fast they can even keep up with sailboats. Good old Tessie. That just sounds stupid. Well, of course it sounds stupid, because we don't have any pictures of it. Do we think that Tessie is Mormon? You wouldn't be so thinking it's fake when you're on your sailboat and Tessie comes sailing up next to you, keeping pace with you, trying to tell you about the the glory that be Joseph Smith (laughs) at the modern (laughs) Church of Latter-day Saints. Tessie has a a short-sleeved white shirt on. (laughs) I'm Elder Tessie. I'd like to talk to you about Joseph Smith. (laughs) It is one of the greatest mysteries in the scientific world. Seabot, <laughs> up next, the Kraken. Enough with the Kraken. I've heard about it nonstop this episode. Move on. Yeah, you know, he talked about it a lot. And I've drank enough of it, too. That's true also. So then let's move on to one that if you're into Marvel Comics, you've heard a lot about. The Hydra. It's a Greek multi-headed dragon. Cut off one head. 
to take its place. Thanks, Marvel, for bringing it into the the modern day conscience, I guess. But yeah, it's just a fucking multi-headed hail Hydra. Hail Hydra. Thanks. uh, Thanks, Gary. So was the Hydra like was the Hydra other than it being in like mythology? Was it ever thought to have been real? No. Other than mythology. No. No. Okay. No, I, I've read books as an adult, so I know that not to be true, and I don't have to ask questions like that. <laughs> Five more minutes of this, and I'm going to get mad. <laughs> then, not to be confused with the giant turtle, we got the giant whale, the devil whale, a demonic whale, see about that's the size of an island. You meat sacks are too hung up with size. <laughs> I'm sure. It had good intentions with the name, like, devil whale, so I'm, I'm sure there's nothing to worry about with that one. No, 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 no. Danger's my middle name. <laughs> Getting back to the roots, Seabot, is Champ, the lake monster living in Lake Champlain. Another plesiosaur. I, I was watching, um, I think this is from, I've got a clip. Hold on, hold on, stop. Why are all these damn things just one plesiosaur after another? There's only so many fucking things that they can describe it as. These stories are just lies. And not even good lies at that. We never said it was. <laughs> we never said lies. it was. Uh, maybe there was a lot of plesiosaurs. That's true. They, 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 they're resilient. They, they are resilient. Uh, listen, um, I was watching, I think it was Monster Quest. I, I pulled a clip. Here's a clip of um, this lady. She sounds drunk. <laughs> says that she had a microphone in Lake Champlain and recorded Champ echolocating. Take a listen. Beep, beep, beep. I'm echolocating. Fucking play the clip. Stop it and play the clip. You girls are no fun. Von Muggenthaler's team recorded audio within the deep waters of Lake Champlain. She was astounded by what she heard. We have over 10 minutes of this creature in three different places doing this echolocation. That solves it to me. I'm on. I'm on board. I'm I'm sorry. But doesn't that just sound like someone smoking a bong? In fact, I think that lady was smoked smoked that bong, recorded herself, and said, that's him echolocating. (laughs) Moving on, we got Ogo Pogo. Lake Monster reported live in the Okanagan Lake in British Columbia, Canada. It's like a dragon or a snake with one set of flippers. So this one isn't a plesiosaur, you dumb bastard. This isn't one. that what they call a sale at uh, Payless Shoe Stores? This weekend only, you can buy one, get two. It's an Ogo Pogo. I think that's a Bogo. <laughs> oh, that was close. <laughs> Isn't Pogo the name of that ball thing you have in the basement? Yeah, it's my fucking Pogo ball from when I was a kid. Were those called Pogo balls? Yeah. Where you, where you put your you feet fuck. on one side? Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, those are great. He keeps trying to fucking get on it. I'm like, you have wheels. <laughs> You're going to pop it. I'm fat. I don't even get on it. You got wheels. No way. Then And you're plugged in. Why are you even trying to bounce? Mind your own business. Then we have Cthulhu. I'm going to stop you guys right there. We do not talk about the old gods. <laughs> I think I think she's got a. Uh, she's probably right there. No, go on, pussy. No, we're we're gonna we're gonna leave that one. <laughs> that right there is all you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, not to the old gods, but the one god, the Leviathan. 
which is a biblical serpent in the sea, a dragon, end of day shit, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria, lots of fun. Leviathan mentioned numerous times in the Bible. Mm-hmm. What did, did so this? That's me, how people say that the men lived at the time of dinosaurs, and so, the earth's only six thousand years old, John. So that's the kind of stuff that annoys me. Oh, you mean the same as how you two annoy me? <laughs> I want to. So let's. Can we forget the whole the Earth is six thousand years old for a second? I hope so. Yeah, thank you. Moving it on is. from that, and then some. <laughs> yeah, six thousand and seven thousand and ten thousand and ten million, and moving yeah. on. I want to know. I, I, I like what was was that a. I, I want to know what they were looking at, what they were, you know, kind of like in Revelation when they talked about, you know, these soaring monsters in the sky. Was that actually a reference to like helicopters, things like that? I, I want to know what like Leviathan was. W- like, were they were they seen? Who was it? Who could it possibly be? Was it? Oh, I don't know. Say it. <laughs> That's two in one show. And I think he was spot on with it. And he's, he's doing a good job. <laughs> in, in all seriousness, like were like we mentioned before, were there animals? that are now extinct were, were they seeing other sea creatures were they seeing giant squid i mean like what were they referencing when they were talking about leviathan i know and they don't you will never fucking know you look at these fucking paintings from days of yore and it looks like there's ufos in it and shit we don't know how they interpreted things they just they don't fucking tell you what they were thinking mama don't like tattletales that's right they don't fucking they don't they don't they don't like it well, some of my favorite biblical... How do you explain something that you've never seen before? I'm not trying to get too theologic, but some of my favorite biblical scholars talk about the Bible. They say, you have to look at it this way. It is a particular letter, contextually, written to a certain set of people by a certain person in a certain time. And you have to remember that when you're well, reading it. That doesn't it. make your fucking eyes go cross-eyed when you're reading it. I mean... But you have to remember you that. You have to, I know, but there's no way for us to really put ourselves in those shoes or sandals or whatever the hell they are wearing at the time. <laughs> Birkenstocks. Let's get out of this and move on to mermaids. Conspiracy bot. Not the under the sea sweet little mermaids. No, but the ones that drag sailors to their death. Nice. I'm listening. And that's what they did. They'd, they'd sing silent songs and stay offshore and you'd go out to get a little sweet mermaid poontang or. Do I make you horny, baby? Do I? Do I make you randy? Unless. You're Tom Hanks, and they let you be one of them. John's looking at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, are you talking about Splash? I'm talking about Splash. At the end of Splash, he goes to live with her in the sea. He makes her a, she makes him a merman or whatever the fuck. Ah, oh, I'm sorry. I just don't live in the 80s like you. Gofo isn't that advanced. He prefers bell bottoms and full bush. Exactly. See, he's got my back. He does not have your back. He's just drunk. Tough but fair. <laughs> and then, John, why don't you take the next two? <laughs> uh, the All right. Uh, so the <laughs> the Altamahaha. Ma- Altamahaha. Altamahaha. <laughs> all right. So this is a... This Altama- is- <laughs> yep, that was it. That was it. This is a... Uh, it's a 20 to 30 foot long river monster with large flippers and a... And a seal-like snout that is said to inhabit the mouth of the Altamaha River near Darien, Georgia. So it's very specific. Mm-hmm. Um, curiously, Darien was founded by a band of Scottish Highlanders. There can be only one. Uh, in 1736. <laughs> uh, uh, surprisingly, get this, these Highlanders from an area near Loch Ness. Far be it from me to sound like a broken robot, but these are just the same story over and over. He's right. These are, but there's that kind of brings up twofold leave it to the robot to bring up the obvious well number one 
you know, maybe it's just the same story people hear and they tell it over and over again, or maybe it's true. And these just happen to be animals that are dispersed across the planet well, that we're I, seeing. I mean, you mentioned mermaids before. Why is there a, why is there a version of mermaids in almost every culture that have not been tied by geography, by time, anywhere? There, there's tales of of mermaid-like creatures in every culture throughout time. Because sick bastards like you, John, want an excuse to bang a fish. <laughs> Speaking of tough but fair. <laughs> I'm unplugging him. I'm just doing it. Oh, he got you there. I, you're right. I mean, why is it? But, I, you know, stories spread. Stories spread. Or maybe they, you know. What, by carrier pigeon? Sailors from port to port. It's like a bad case of the herpes, man. Now, you would know. <laughs> you would know. I got the DARPA, baby. <laughs> all right and the last one um your mangander oh good you took it and you said it wrong but i i'm not gonna correct yeah, you did i <laughs> no but it's like one of those it's it's one of those weird words with all the it's got a lot of dots and dashes yeah yeah so this is from norse mythology <laughs> and so this Lay it an, on me, Odin. It's another one that just we, we know it wasn't true, but whatever. Uh, an enormous sea serpent, uh, also known as the Midgard serpent or world serpent, so large he can surround the whole world and grasp his own tail. It's said that when he lets go of his tail, Ragnarok will begin and the world will end. Oh, which is, I think, later this month or is it next month? Marvel. <laughs> yeah, soon. Uh, his arch enemy is, of course, Thor. Uh, once uh, Thor once managed to catch him using an ox head as bait, which I thought odd if you're as big as the world an ox head would be pretty small to eat but you whatever have no idea how big this ox was <laughs> so it was blue was it like paul Bunyan? Yes, yes there's a fishing lesson for you yeah right um thor and Mjolnir, uh are predicted to meet one last time during ragnarok and Mjolnir, your uh, mungner will uh come out of our ocean and poison the sky and Thor will kill him, but get poisoned in the process and die. Spoiler alert, Marvel fans, maybe, probably not. Maybe Thor will die in the upcoming movie, and that's this this whole thing. The Norse mythology was actually spoiling the Marvel Cinematic Universe for us. Does that mean Chris Hemsworth will die and I can get cast as Thor? Maybe. <laughs> Cross your pinchers. We'll you, see. Well, see, see Bob, do you actually think you could lift Thor's hammer? Sure. Look here. That's just the ball-peen hammer from downstairs. Yeah, a hammer, and I can lift it. I'm obviously a god. I, see, but I, I, honestly, I don't even think you could lift the prop that Chris Hemsworth holds up, <laughs> much left a, a power-imbibed by Norse mythology hammer. But Damn it, li Gofo. Eh, listen, at the end of the day, uh, there are a lot more sea monsters than that. Those are just a few. This is one of those topics that... It's hard to say no to because the the waters are gigantic and deep and scary and the rivers and every year we find more animals we'd never seen and animals that we thought were extinct are found again. Are the giant plesiosaurs around the world? My thoughts are no, John. I, I, I don't think so. But is that to say there couldn't be things we haven't seen? Yes, in the oceans and things like that. But I do not think that there are megalodon sharks and breeding populations of plesiosaurs in in Loch Ness and stuff are there giant squids absolutely are there giant squids bigger than your bus size giant squids fuck yes there are my bust size your bus size bus not your bust we must we must we, we must, must increase, increase our, our bust, bust. 
It is without a doubt true, and Lord knows the crazy, crazy shit that is deep, deep, deep inside the deep trenches of the water, but I find it hard to believe that there are actual sea monsters until one washes up, and then I'll happily eat my words, because that shit's just cool. And happily eat it with a little lemon and some butter sauce. I hope there really are sea monsters and you guys get a house on the beach. What do we need a house on the beach? Fine. A studio on the beach. What do we fucking need a studio on the beach for? Just ups your chances at death. If we die, no one charges you. No one buys you booze. No one does shit for you. I take it all back and love both of you. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't really a new protector. He doesn't really think ahead. No, not at all. Yeah. I kind of threw in my thoughts there, John. What were you working with? Oh, I hate to do this, but not very different from you. Brent, we've talked about this on the show before, and let me reiterate, I'm not a huge cryptid believer in general. (laughs) Say it ain't so, John. Say it ain't so. I know. Uh, However, I do think that if there is a chance for, if you want to call them monsters. <laughs> Always when I'm giving my opinion, never when Brent's giving his. It's, it's funny weird. How that works. Yeah, it's weird. If there is a chance that they exist, if there is a chance that quote unquote monsters exist, and you can define that however you want. I mean, I would just define it as things that we haven't discovered yet. You know, of course, I, I think there's a much better chance in the oceans, in the sea, because there's so much that we have not, we we haven't explored yet. So, yeah, I, I mean, could there be much larger creatures way down in the depths of the ocean that we have not had the opportunity to meet yet? Sure. The blurp. <laughs> you hadn't heard of yeah. Let's just not name it that whenever we find it. <laughs> I am the blurp. Um, I, but no, yeah, I don't think there, I, I don't think there are, um, dinosaurs that accidentally didn't go extinct. I, 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 oh shit! Oh <laughs> shit! Well, fuck it. Better luck next I mi- time. I missed my time. Yeah. Better luck next time. Most of the most of the the creatures that we ran through, you know, Champ and and Nessie. I think that's all BS. Cthulhu. <laughs> of course, Cthulhu. No. Uh, I, I I but I do I do think that there are things that we haven't found yet. I do think there are creatures in the depths that are larger than we can even fathom. 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 See what I did there? Yeah. And uh, and I think they're mostly... Inconceivable! <laughs> that is true. Mostly larger than we could ever, ever think of. That's where I am. I, 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 But I think that they are just simply... If we find them, they will fit into Kingdom Phylum class order, family, oh, yeah. genus, species. They're not monsters. They just are undiscovered animals. No and what you find, it's going to fall into something. And... You might have an opinion, but that's the right one. Wubba-lubba-dub-dub! <laughs> so that's our opinion. And John says it's the right one, but what is yours? Let us know. Guys, hop on Facebook. Hysteria Nation, let us know two things. Number one, what sea monsters did we skip over? And which ones do you think that you know could actually be true? And number two, and just as important, this is week two coming up of our contest. That we announced last week. What contest is that, John? Our topic contest. That is right. Help us pick a topic. There's one thread. Don't start your own. Drop a topic or two or three. It's or already whatever up. You do. There's already some great submissions. 
Go ahead, drop a topic in there. We're going to pick our favorite one out of all of those. And that person is, number one, we're going to do your topic. Number two, if you want to, we'll Skype you in at the end, and we're going to let you have the floor to tell us your opinion on it. And number three, they're going to win some swag. They're going to win an amazing gift bag. Uh, you're going to get a branded Hysteria 51 bag. Inside that bag will be a Hysteria 51 t-shirt that will be in your size. You tell us your size, and assuming we have it, which we probably will, uh, <laughs> we'll send it to you. You'll I get a, a tan. <laughs> you'll get a Hysteria 51 travel mug. Uh, and, and I'm not kidding when I say this, a Hysteria 51 branded reptilian rape whistle. So <laughs> the next time a reptilian is trying to rape you, you will have your own rape whistle. Eat all the crackers you want. You got your own whistle. <laughs> I wish I'd have won that contest. (laughs) (laughs) I'd buy that for a dollar. So, so I didn't, I did not, I didn't submit my awesome topic to the Hysteria 51 contest. Well, then I don't know what to tell you. That's very bad news, Jack. And I look, uh, I hope you guys make a better decision next time. You can win all those amazing prizes and more. We're going to have some little swag from some of our, some of our sponsors also. And a bunch of Hysteria 51 stickers. Yeah, it's, it's a good time. The other thing we want to say huge thank to our supporters on Patreon. You can go on there, patreon.com slash Hysteria 51. All the money that we've received from the start of Patreon until now, we have donated to Hurricane Relief and special spot in our hearts to Animal Rescue for displaced animals that have been, you know, lost their homes and things like that, too. Huge thank you to all our supporters. You've allowed that to happen. We took all that money and a lot more, and we donated that. And we want to say a huge thank you to all our supporters out there because you, you helped us make that possible. And all the money moving forward will go towards buying us food and booze probably booze yeah we've we've given enough away let's booze it yeah yeah (laughs) moving on from that what else do we need voicemails 773-669-7277 773-669-7277 call us give us your voicemails in fact when you're giving us that voicemail have on your hysteria 51 t-shirt you can get that at tpublic.com slash stores Slash Hysteria Dash 51. Just go to T Public and search Hysteria 51. You can find all of that, all of our social media on our website, hysteria51.com. The other thing you can do, help us out. Go to iTunes. Give us, give us a review. Give us five stars. Hopefully they you prefer, like the show enough. They prefer that you call it Apple Podcast now, Brent. Go to Apple. Well, you'll find that in your iTunes app if you're using your desktop. Is it, I don't have an iPhone, John. Is that what it's called on, on the phone now? I'm just telling you what the, what the fine folks at Apple. <laughs> so we've gotten an influx of, of reviews as of late, I, I guess is the easiest way to say it. John, why don't you read some of your favorites? Have you been curating them? I have. So here are a couple of my favorites. This one, uh, not what I expected by One Quarter Roy. One Quarter Roy says, I was Oh, ex- I get it corduroy that's pretty slick that is good <laughs> I, I honestly didn't pick up on that i was expecting ancient aliens or gaia but happily that is not what this is they are skeptical for the most part and challenge the conspiracies which is what i was looking for so many shows blindly believe every story that is nonsense but plus the comedy makes it a blast to listen to obviously they're listening <laughs> to me not <laughs> you there, you can tell that was you know pointed at me if you're really digging deep 
Oh, yeah. Go uh, on. <laughs> yeah, the whole don't believe everything. Yeah, that's obviously pointed at you. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. <laughs> Uh, makes you think by Javi or Javi. I don't know. Maybe the J is silent. Um, nine seven seven seven. And great show. Fun topics. Very entertaining. Highly recommend. Ooh, ooh, here's here's a fun one. One star. Ooh, too political. <laughs> Austin Tom eight. I've enjoyed most of the episodes. The one too many political rants was too much. If I wanted to listen to a political show. There are many out there. I don't. Now, we drop in a political joke here and there, but I don't think we've ever went on a political rant. We even didn't even get that political when we did our Pizzagate episode. So I'm, I'm not going to defend the show one way or the other, but I am going to call this person out. This is like when you get on Yelp, right? Mm-hmm. You ever gone on Yelp, read, read, you read a review for a restaurant? Wife and I went to the restaurant Everything about the experience was amazing. Food was great. Atmosphere is wonderful. Waiter was lovely. I asked for iced tea and got a lemonade. One star. Yeah, I really like the show. Too political. What? What? I don't get it. <laughs> I'm not saying we should. We deserve five stars from you, sir. But I've enjoyed most of the episodes. One star. All right, moving on. Last one. Crazy fun. I found you and listened to Operation High Jump and Men in Black. I'm sorry. Those are a couple of our first episodes. <laughs> and then I listened to D.B. Cooper. Crazy how good you guys have gotten in a short amount of time. Can't wait to hear the rest of your shows. Also, do a show on Shadow People when you can. Ooh, that is coming up. I like that. Good one there. Don't suggest that for your... Uh, con- somebody who... Want- <laughs> somebody, somebody for the contest... <laughs> somebody for the contest goes, Damn it! Oh, son of a... Bitch. What we're saying is we love reading them. Nothing is better than external validation. <laughs> like, gimme, 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 gimme. I think it's the best way to put it, right, John? That Something like that. We love it. It's a huge thank you to all of you. We love reading them. And you know what? We, we read the negative ones and we try to, we try to use them and make ourselves better. You speak Japanese? Well, you might be a cunning linguist, but I'm a master debater. Oh, I see what you did there. So, Hysteria Nation, thank you so much for everything that you've done for us. Thank you for making the donations possible. Thank you for participating in our contest one more week, and we're excited to see who the winner's going to be and get our bag of swag. So with that said, I've been Brent. I've been John. He's been Conspiracy Bot. Stay woke, meet sex. Thanks for listening to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries, and the unexplained. 
We'll be back again next week with more known unknowns. If you'd like us to discuss a particular topic, suggest a guest, or simply seek some truth, we'd love to hear from you. You can email the show at hysteria51podcast at yahoo.com and follow us on Twitter at hysteria51pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.